Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. You're listening to the Better Brave Podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Candace Dudley. This is a solo episode today. This episode has been on my heart for a while. Uh, it's made me nervous. It's made me doubt things. And I just encourage you to share bits and pieces of your story as you're able to. I know for me, I have to go through something. I have to kind of come out on the other side before I can share what that experience was was like. And so today I want to talk on this episode about what do I want to be when I grow up? I feel like that is a question that if you're like me, and chances are you might be similar if you're listening to this podcast, if you follow along with my journey, and you're 30-something years old like me, and you now are wondering what you want to be when you grow up. You maybe went to college, got a degree, and now that doesn't feel like it's in alignment with you anymore. For me, I felt so lucky as a college student because I knew exactly what I wanted to be. There was no guessing. I didn't have to go through the struggles of trying things out. I just knew. And so I was able to just, boom, plan my path, get the classes done, check the boxes. And that was to get my teaching degree. And honestly, that came really easy to me. It didn't feel hard. College felt somewhat easy, although the college basketball piece was was very difficult physically, mentally, but the actual classes, student teaching, that really came natural to me. And I had a lot of, uh, it just, it, it just flowed, right? And so I spent many years as a teacher. I still enjoy teaching. There's a lot of other pieces to it that physically and mentally and emotionally really drain me now at this age and where I'm at personally. And so I I really made the tough decision last year to take a year off from teaching and the decision to go back next year or not is kind of up in the air and have some more thinking and and talking with my spouse and things like that about it. But you make those decisions based on who you are now. And even though it is maybe something that you once loved or you once knew was for you, we grow, we get older, we evolve. And I mean, I hope that you do it because otherwise that's just not really a life that I want to be living. I don't really want a part of a life where I am exactly the same as I was 15 years ago when I was going through my um, college courses to be a teacher. Because as a teacher, one of the things I love is that we're lifelong learners. And so to me, I'm going to keep learning. I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep reading books. I'm going to, you know, learn from my experiences, learn from the people around me. And if I'm doing all of that, then I'm going to grow as a person. I'm going to change. My views are going to change. Having kids can change you. Different things like that. And so I think it's a really great thing if you're not exactly the same person you were years ago. Um, And if you do kind of go on this path of evolving, path of learning more about yourself and leaning into your personal care and growth and things like that, you might have changed enough where you start hearing things from your kind of inner circle. Um, Maybe they're saying things like, geez, you're just not even yourself anymore. You're not the same person. And if in your circle, that's a really negative thing, 
then I would urge you to maybe limit your time in that circle and find other people where it's a really positive thing. Because in the circle that I'm in, that type of comment, man, you aren't even the same person anymore. That's a really good thing. And that's not to say that the kind of person or whatever you were before was bad. So I don't want to label any like good or bad things here. But the point is the people around you should be cheering on your growth. They should be cheering for you. And if they're they're talking about it negatively, then I think it's time to rethink if that's who you want to spend all your time with. But for me, like I said, in my circle, my really close intimate circle it's an amazing thing. And so I just want to put that on your heart that if you've heard those types of comments or if you're even feeling that way about yourself, try to flip that script into thinking like, man, that's a really negative thing. Flip it into, wow, that's true. You're really not the same person. That's kind of amazing because the amount of growth, the amount of experiences you've had to have to make that type of evolution is pretty significant and it's something to be excited about. And so when you realize these things, then some things might start weighing on your heart like they did for me. And that was to make a change with my career because I didn't love how I was feeling when I'd come home to my own family and really be giving them what was left over uh, of me, which wasn't much most days because I was exhausted. I wanted to take a nap. I didn't want to play with them. I didn't want to make them dinner. And so all of those things really, really weighed on my heart. And so when, when you start to notice those types of things, one, I want you to know that you are allowed to change it. You are allowed to say, oh, plot twist. I'm not doing this anymore. I have changed my mind. Um, you have permission to do that. And so if we kind of circle back to the idea of, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? I think we have to remember and we have to know that we need to be willing to let go of a few things if we're going to make these changes. So I'm 35, almost 36 years old. And some things I learned by by doing this this last year was one, I needed to be willing to leave others' opinions behind. That can be really difficult because maybe they're family members' opinions, maybe they're colleagues, maybe they're just people in your community but we have to be able to leave those opinions behind. They're not living your life. They might know you deeply and maybe their uh, opinions really have mattered to you in the past, but you know you. You're living your own life and you're the one that knows it the, the deepest, right? So we've, we have to just be willing to let those opinions go. We have to let them fall behind us. Um, We also have to be able and willing to get out of the box that we've created. I've talked about this box before. If you follow my Instagram, social media at Candice Dudley, or if you've been listening to lots of the episodes, I'm sure that I've brought this up. But I, I felt like I lived in this little box that if I stayed in it and I stayed in this, you know, one role of Candace, then I would be happy. I'd make everybody else happy. And that's just not the case. As you keep growing, pushing your comfort zone, you start to realize that that box isn't really actually comfortable anymore. It's actually holding you back. And um, so you have to be willing to step outside of it, right? I had to be willing to take off the label of teacher. And while that felt really good to just, when when you meet someone new and what do you do? I'm a teacher. That feels really good to just be able to say that. Now, if I met someone new, what would I say? Well, (laughs) I don't know. I'd say I'm a mom of three. I'm a wife. If I wanted to really just blah it out on them, I would say, 
I have a podcast. I'm an accountability coach. I just launched a, a crystal bracelet um, business called Willow and Wren. You can check that out on my website too. Hit the shop tab, www.candacedeli.com. And I, I would just let that all out. I also have been flipping furniture in the last year and a half. I've added gardening to my list. So to ha- be able to label yourself with this one really neat word answer felt really good for a period of time until it didn't. And now I just know that I can't be summed up in one word. And I don't think you can either. And I don't think I even could when I was saying that I was a teacher, but it was just easy. It was easy to do and and society accepted it. As soon as you said you're a teacher, you'd get the, oh, I could never do that. Like, oh, wow, amazing. You're a special human, whatever. So we have to be willing to get out of that box. We have to be willing to let those labels that felt good to us before be dropped and left behind. Uh, We also have to stop shooting ourselves, shooting as in like, I should do this. I should be happy being a teacher. I should be happy, blah, blah, blah. But plain and simple, I'm not. And I know that I could be more energized every day. I know that I could be more excited to get up and get to work on what I want to work on. So we have to stop shooting and we have to stop thinking that I should do this. I should do that. I should be okay with this. Other people are happy by doing this that's fine. That's other people. That's not you. And then the last thing that I think we need to leave behind is is uh, sharing your new ideas, your new excitement, your new thoughts, um, your new plans with anyone and everyone because everyone is not, they're just not going to meet you with the same excitement that you are feeling. And so I urge you that when those new ideas are in like the baby stages, only share them with people that you know are going to just cheer and scream and help you and push you on and say, yes, you're 100% do this. And I don't mean that they're just positive all the time, that they're never going to pose questions to you. That's not what I mean, because my friends will say, okay, why? Or, okay, tell me and have, and have you help, help you work through it. But I'm not going to share these first little baby ideas with everyone until I get them really solidified moving forward because what in my experience happens is you get super excited, you go tell someone about it and they're like, huh, they just reflect back your own doubts doubts that you already have um, waiting inside of you. And so leave that behind. You don't need to go tell everybody this. Uh, tell the important people, tell your spouse, tell tell your, your significant other, whatever, the people you live with. But ultimately, you have to take some of those others' opinions and things and we got to leave them behind. So I hope that by me sharing some of the things that I went through to be able to try and answer what do I want to be when I grow up because I still don't have a real firm answer other than I want to chase joy. I guess that would be my answer if I had to answer that question today. I want to chase joy. So this spring, this summer, I was loving flipping furniture. I could just, my mind would just go at ease and it was it was where I wanted to be most of the time whenever I had free time. So I did it and I just did. Didn't make sense that I was all of a sudden a furniture flipper, but I went with it and I let that happen. This winter came around, it's really cold. I don't feel like being out there my Willow and Wren business with crystals and things that I love that I've had in my home and my kids use for years, but I never thought about sharing with other people. That came to fruition and I went with it. Did it make sense that all of a sudden I'm uh, trying to run a business when I have a teaching degree? Maybe not. 
made sense to me. That's all that matters. And so I want to chase joy. I want to lean into the things that are exciting to me. And I want to chase joy because I know that money, family, time, and happiness, all of that just happened and got better and came with it once I stopped chasing other things like ideas that I think will make me money or other ideas that I think I should do. As long as I started chasing joy, all the other parts came with because my energy and my motivation was in alignment with what felt right to me. And so again, I hope that this helps you. I hope you feel seen. I, if you're, if you are someone that has all these ideas that you don't have a place or a safe space to share them with people that will be excited for you, that will, that will question you in the best way and help brainstorm, then message me, girl, go to my website, find my, my email address. You can contact me. You can write me on Instagram. I love talking about these things and I will be excited for you and I will pose questions. And so don't be shy uh, if you need that and you don't have that in your space right now. So to everyone listening, go have a better brave day and a happy new year. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.